Hi, I'm Enzo. And I'm Reina. And this is the Date Night Horror Show European Edition. <laughs> so, Reina, do you want to tell our listeners where we are right now? Yes, so we are on vacation in Prague, Czech Republic. Yeah, um, and this is the second leg of a European, um, I was going to say tour, European <laughs> vacation. <laughs> European vacation. Uh, we started in Berlin, mm -hmm. Germany, and the second week we are in Prague, and this is our last day. Boo. This is our last day in Prague. Uh, I have to amazing. say, yeah, it's been incredible. Um, and throughout the course of our trip, we've also managed to squeeze in some horror-related things. Yes. Um, and I think we can use this experience and this setting to kind of talk about our favorite European-themed uh, mm -hmm. or produced horror films. Uh, that means they can they can either be made in European in a European country. Or to have the European country as the setting. That's kind of the idea. So I figured we could start. Um, we could do that. But first, I think we should talk about the trip as it relates mm -hmm. to the horror things that we've seen. And maybe Europe in general. Yes. Uh, Europe's uh, history with horror and all that. So where do you want to start? Did you want to start with the Bone Church? Yeah. So, um, a couple of days ago, we went to this um, neighboring city of Prague, uh, which is called Gutnahora. Mm -hmm. um, and um, near there is a church that <laughs> is decorated with the bones of uh, victims of the Black Plague and other such things. And war. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was a really yeah, so interesting the, place. So the, it's about an hour outside of Prague mm -hmm. in this really cute, very small town. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, Prague is just amazing. I checked the Czech Republic in general. I mean, what we saw, um, Prague in this little town mm -hmm. it, because it's all cobblestone streets, um, uh -huh. in this little town and it's, uh, you know, very small, narrow streets, very right. low traffic, really cute. Yeah. And in the middle of all of it, it says church, Roman Catholic church. Um, how, how do you how do you say the name, the official name? I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it's um, Sedlik Asuari. I'm okay. not sure if that's correct. So it's probably like Sedlik Asuari or something. Something. Uh, it sounds kind of Swedish, actually. Yeah, that was, <laughs> but, that was not. But it's the bone church. <laughs> yeah, and it's really, you know, what's really interesting about it is that, you know, we were drawn to it uh, because, I mean, you see pictures of it online, and I had seen some videos of it online, and I thought, wow, that's that's such an eerie place. We got to go see that, and we got to we got to make that part of our uh, of our podcast. Yeah. And when you actually go there, um, again, it's a very sacred place, so they ask you not to speak when you go inside. Right. Um, and it's a very um, eerie place. It is. It's it's very small. Like mm -hmm. it's a very small space. Um, but I mean, right when you walk in, the frame of the archway has bones. Hundreds of bones. 
and has like chandeliers made of bone. Yeah, it's it's intense. Yeah, and it's and just. You know what I think is really interesting is that a couple of people on our tour, one of the one of the guys was like, you know, wow, this was a really bad idea. I can't believe they they decided to decorate a church with, with human skulls, and yeah. I get that because it it does come off very creepy, yeah, like serial killery. But these people died in in uh, nameless graves, like these mass graves. So I think the intentions were very very good. I think the intentions were, let's give these people a grave worthy worthy of them. You know, let's have them with us. You know, it's uh, but it's still really creepy. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it reminded me of was, um, especially the ceiling, it reminded me of, you know, the scene in Jeepers Creepers with all the bodies, you know, like he's oh, got the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like you don't have you don't have full skeleton bodies there, but um, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's just very gruesome. Like, to see a bunch of real skulls, you know, I, I couldn't help but look at each skull and go, I wonder who this person was. I wonder what their story was, you know, how they died, how they died. And then, uh, when these bodies were putting these mass graves, they use lie. And so Mm -hmm. they're perfectly preserved. Like they, they're perfect skulls. So even like polished. Yeah. It almost, it almost looks like a, like a movie prop. Mm -hmm. But when you realize and you take in the fact that it's not, you know, it's really interesting. Um, on Instagram, we're gonna make sure to share photos of the of the Bone Church because I think if you haven't seen them, they're really <laughs> they're really fascinating. Um, and then there was this big surplus. I did you notice those big piles they had of surplus skulls? Yeah, but was it surplus skulls or was it like a sculpture? I sort right, you know of I mean? feel like, like I sort of feel. I mean, maybe, this is my interpretation, but sort of feel like. It's kind of they're doing more with it, maybe, or hmm. they wanted to ha- take all the people in those mass graves and put them in the church. They didn't want to leave anyone behind, you know. Um, that's just my guess, but yeah, it was uh, it was a very interesting thing to go to. And if any of you guys are traveling um, to Prague um, or the Czech Republic in general. I highly recommend going there because it, it it was a really really interesting attraction or I don't want to say attraction but a landmark <laughs> <laughs> attraction yeah attraction is like oh <laughs> is more like a Disney thing so no yeah. but I mean it is it's and then um it also has a cemetery next to it yeah um, where people I guess still bury yeah their family yeah I don't know. It, w- I mean, it was creepy, but I didn't get like a creepy vibe or anything. Like, I didn't get. Um, yeah, no, it's not like a haunted thing. Yeah, like, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that. It's more somber. Like, it's a very somber thing. Yeah, very somber to see. Um, it's sort of like um, when we were in Berlin last week, and you go to the wall. Yeah. Um, and we were at the wall, and then we went to the wall museum near Checkpoint Charlie, uh, and there's this great museum there that kind of tells you all the different stories of the people that would smuggle loved ones across Mm -hmm. the people that were killed, you know, because they were caught crazy. Like it is, it is pretty heavy. It's very heavy. I think that's, 
That's what's so interesting about a lot of European cities. They have a lot of baggage, yeah. you know. Um, and it, yeah, I thought I thought that was in a similar way. Like you know, like when you go, there's a there's a another monument called um, the Holocaust Memorial, and yeah. that is like this large sculpture, and it almost looks like a large graveyard. You can see pictures of it online. We'll share some as well. Um, that also has a very somber, serious, very heavy feeling to it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's really important that that those um, those monuments remain. Yeah. you know, to kind of remind us of what's been, you know, that history is, is pretty. That's intense. what's cool about going to European countries is they really preserve their yeah. history. You know what really blew me away about Berlin specifically was. If you go to the areas that that used to be East Berlin, the socialists, uh, the Soviet art is still yeah. up. They didn't take it down. And I think that is so interesting because you would think that, you know, uh, Germany would have this, you know, really bad taste in their mouth for, for what happened there. But they left the art up. So, you know, they're not, they're sort of not embarrassed of their history, right. you know. Well, it's part of their history. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you ever um, go to Prague, definitely visit the Bone Church. It yeah. was it was cool. It, we went on a tour and the tour was really cool. Um, it, you know, they take you there and you, they have lunch and yeah. the tour guide is really was really knowledgeable about all the history and, and telling us. Yeah, I, I have to say, this entire time in Prague, I have not had a single bad beer. Like the beer is super fresh, really, really good, <laughs> really, really cheap. Um, the food's very hearty. They they do a lot of pork. Ugh, so good. Oh, so man, good. Super good. So super, good. Super good. Um, I I kind of preferred the Czech beer over uh, the German beer, and the German beer was very, very good as well. But the Czech beer, um, we were on a tour and they were telling us that um, the Czech people drink more beer than any other country. And even they beat even Germany by a long shot. And uh, I think that's why the beer never tastes stale. Like it's so fresh. Mm. The demand for it. <laughs> it's like this cycle. Of, oh, yeah, we have to keep making beer because so everyone wants to drink it. And yeah, if you're a beer fan, oh mm -hmm. my god! And it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's super, super cheap. And yeah, um, it was a really yeah, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, definitely. So another thing that we did that's that's very horror related. Um, we went to uh, the Museum of Torture, which is really close. It's actually part of Old Town Square in Central Prague, and. Uh, what that did you think creepy. of that? What, 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 what were your thoughts on that? Uh, it was creepy. <laughs> there you got kind of like chills, like, yeah. you know, hair, hair in the back of your head standing up because it was just weird. What's really interesting is that the architecture in all that area is old architecture. Yeah. And they have tunnel networks right under the... So, yeah. It's, the, so, yeah. when you walk in there, it looks like a storefront, right? Yeah. So, you go in there and you pay... And then 
you go down these stairs into like these caves. That's what's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah, I, I could tell your, I could sense your apprehension. Yeah, I went oh, down we very slowly. Because it's like, what the? It's not lit very well. Uh uh-uh. uh. And it's, it's kind of abandoned down there. So it feels like a catacomb. Yeah, it did. And then, of course, all the displays and the, you know, the torture devices are very, very creepy. Horrible. Yeah. And then there's, um, <laughs> there's, stories about each device and what it was used for uh-huh. and it's just nightmarish it's like something out of hell yeah region. and they have like mannequins and yeah and a lot certain- of them, some of the mannequins were looked very real yeah they did it was just I don't know, it, that was pretty creepy that's yeah. creepier than the phone church <laughs> yeah but what yeah that's in it, it was intentionally creepy but again it yeah. has uh it had the foundation of realism i remember there was one particular display that really disturbed me which one it was those metal masks oh yeah so like at a distance i was like oh cool these are really cool metal masks right like they're they looks like something out of you know i don't know like man in the iron mask but then they had like they had like metal horns so they kind of look devilish Mm. and then when you read it they would use this to um they would use this on women who were um, accused of adultery, and they would humiliate them. You know, it, it was really, really heavy, like, to hear the history of the masks. So, like, yeah. at a distance, I thought the masks were cool, and then I got closer, and then I read the backstory of them, and then I was really, I was really creeped out by them. All of them were really creepy. Yeah. I mean, there was the masks, and then there was, like... Some phallic-looking things that they tortured people with, uh-huh. and chastity belts, chastity belts, and spikes, and yeah, like yeah, it was you know, really creepy. Handcuffs, but not the you know, like you see in the movies where you put your head and your arms through uh-huh, the vices. The vices. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't think of the name. And the yeah. stocks. I think they're called stocks as well. And the guillotine. There was a guillotine at the yeah. end. Remember? Yeah. You weird. ran out of that. Yeah, that that whole area <laughs> creeped me out so much. Like. <laughs> I felt like we were in a horror movie. Like, it was. It was weird. Like someone was going to come through a back door. Yeah. Um, there was also a, um, a life-size statue of, uh, of uh, an executioner. You know, with oh, the yeah. That's right. That was I creepy. swear he was going to start moving. Because the proportionally, he was perfect. He yeah, looked like a real person. He did. And you didn't even want to take a picture? Yeah. He, I, I think I got one. <laughs> you, did, um, you did. He was in the dark corner. Yeah, it was creepy. Like barely lit. And so... When you when you walk, you turn the corner, and you see him, you're like, "Oh, is this guy gonna come after me?" That would have been cool if it did. It was <laughs> super eerie. It was super super eerie. That that would have been really cool if it like moved. Yeah, <laughs> it was on a motion sensor or something. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was. They did a really good job of making it creepy but historical at the same time. Yeah, not cheap, not cheesy. You know? No, it wasn't cheesy. No, because it. All the the explanations and stuff were pretty cool. Yeah, and then the setting again. There are these catacomb tunnels under every building in in Old Town. So like, after we went to uh, Museum of of Torture, there was another area where we had had dinner uh, a couple nights before, and we went there and we noticed that their tunnels they used to make kind of like a pirates. Almost like a pirate's den bar. Yeah. It was super cool. Yeah. And we and and they even restricted photographs. So I took photographs outside of it. 
but I couldn't take photographs inside of it. And you just realize that these tunnels are, are all over. Yeah. Well, so, the medieval dinner was like another uh-huh, The medieval dinner. Yeah. Too. That was cool. Yeah. So um, another thing we did as uh, we went to this kind of traditional medieval dinner. I know it sounds cheese ball, but. It was. It I was really thought it was really going cool. to be and it wasn't. Yeah. It was really cool. One, it was open bar. So <laughs> the beer kept flowing. And I remember. And the wine. Yeah. And I remember thinking. Okay, we're going to sit down, and they're probably going to give us one beer, and then it's going to be hard to get more beer. Nope. <laughs> she would they, just come put them on the table. Yeah, they, they would, they would. I mean, the beer was was overflowing. Like, it was, it was great. Yeah. And then... And the food was good. And then they had a live uh, band playing medieval music, and they were very, very good. Yeah. Like, they sounded great. And belly dancers. Mm-hmm. And then belly dancers that... that they weren't really doing like a belly dancing thing. They were doing more like a wench kind of dance, yeah, and they weren't very good. But yeah, and they did. They but they're did. entertaining. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was. And it the was knife all dance very well was cool, it. or sword dance. Yeah, cool. they did sword dances and stuff. Um, again, I I thought it was going to be like cheese ball touristy, but I found it to be um, just traditional enough. It felt traditional enough that. Um, I don't know. There was an authenticity there. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And the food was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. But I didn't, because I've never been to like a a medieval dinner, not even the one here in LA. Yeah, um, medieval times. Yeah, because it just looks so <laughs> cheesy. But um, so I was... Yeah, people do it when you want I know. But when you wanted to go to that, I was kind of like, oh God, I'm to see dudes to jousting be, To be shit. totally honest with you, I was, I was more into the kind of open bar beer thing. I know. <laughs> but, uh, and the overall but it was price, actually really cool yeah the overall price was really good for what yeah. you got and i i'm it, to me it, it was one of the better values of, yeah of, uh, the only thing i didn't understand was we had to do this meeting point which was halfway across that was super weird from the restaurant <laughs> and we had to walk through prague to get there it was like so dumb i don't understand what what they were doing i don't know there. either so basically we had to meet in front of the charles bridge which is the famous bridge um, and then we had to walk all the way across to Old Town, to, to over to Old Town, no which sense. is probably a thirty-minute walk. You know, all the way over to their restaurant. We could have met, and it's hot at Powder Balls here. Yeah, we could have met at Powdergate, which could is have met at right the restaurant. There. Yeah, it's, it's, that I didn't understand. Weird. We could have met at the restaurant. Yeah, I think another thing I want to talk briefly about is um, some of the shopping in Prague specifically um the there i found this marionette shop that had amazing czech uh hand created uh marionette puppets very cool oh just it's a big tradition here um and i'm excited because we're gonna see don giovanni uh when when is that that's tonight right yeah it's for our last night yeah um we're gonna see don giovanni done with marionette puppets uh, and I'm super excited about that. But uh, this particular store, uh, they had everything from, you know, four foot tall, $500 hand carved yeah, marionette puppets down to, you know, ones that were like $10 that, you know, that were more mass produced. But, you know, they all had this crafted feeling to Really them. nice. Of course, I had to get one for me. Um, <laughs> I got a Jack Sparrow. Uh, and it's super cool. I'll, I'll share really a cool. picture of of him. In yeah, 
just really really neat and the work was was amazing yeah well what did you like like what did what what have, what's some of the stuff you've liked here like the shopping yeah well i'm not a big shopper um but God. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not I'm not a big shopper. But um some of the I liked um when we went to that area where it was like a marketplace, mm-hmm. but the little one, the vendors. Uh-huh. I thought I like to see I think it's really cool when you see the handmade stuff. Yeah. You know, where the art the artistry of of uh like the jewelry and the mm-hmm. and the paintings and even though it's not your like maybe not your style, like I didn't buy I really buy anything. I bought a couple pieces of jewelry, but yeah. Um, just, I think that's really cool. Just seeing, uh, that handmade stuff is really yeah, nice. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is, is passed down tradition too. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it feels slightly more, um, crafted than your average kind of crafts. Yeah. Craft stuff you see in the U.S. Like it, I feel like there's a grand tradition there. Um, and again, you know, um, the Czech Republic has so much history and, yeah. you know, Prague in general. We went to, um, we've gone twice to this bar because we like it so much, called uh, the Museum of Beer. The Beer Museum. Beer Museum, right. And there's a particular type of amber beer that I really like mm. there that the the original recipe was from the 1400s. That's and right. it's been passed on and they've kept... The way they make that beer is still the way they've they made it back. Do you remember then. what it was called? It was like Demon, and I swear I I, I did I did see <laughs> I see I I read them on and I'm like oh demon that's cool, but I was looking for an amber and then I read it and I'm like oh my god this is this sounds exactly like the kind of beer I like, so I tried it and I loved it. But again, I haven't had a bad beer. Even the light beer here is amazing. Has a lot of flavor. The wine's good too. Full bodied and dirt cheap. Yeah. Like it's great. So now that it's our last day, what would you say is is your highlight of um, this European trip? When we went to the opera. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. That was really We went to great. go see Carmen um, in this really amazing, it's small, but really pretty opera house. It's a, it's a Czech, isn't it like? The Czech National Opera House or something I think like that. So. Like, it's been around forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely my highlight. It was because it was really good and it was fun just to dress up and go out. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was my highlight. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I, Carmen's up there for sure. Um, I think the the Bone Church was amazing. Yeah. And the the, the whole trip to. Uh, uh, was was really great um as far as berlin goes um the wall the wall was very heavy um uh, for me and um the checkpoint charlie wall museum uh, the things a city can go through and a country can go through you know the the ups and ups and downs of it and you know the really bad stuff and when you go to Berlin now, it feels like a, like a San Francisco. Like it feels very progressive. Yeah. Uh, a lot of young people, very hip, you know. Um, and again, I think the way they leave the Soviet art up, it's it's like you're not running from your history. You're you're kind of going. This happened. This is what you know. Yeah. So, and I think the whole the whole. Two weeks have been amazing. Yeah. 
for me in Berlin, definitely the Wall Museum mm-hmm. and the sausages. The oh, are so good. And the mustard. That the, mustard. The German mustard is oh amazing. God. It's so it, good. It ta- it's really creamy and flavorful. Yeah. It's almost like a mustard with a mayonnaise consistency. And then it doesn't have a, like that weird, you know, has to be super yellow thing, you know. But it, it tastes amazing. And so sausages, good. I could eat them every day. Like, oh my god, they were so good. They were so so good. Um, and the again, the Czech food has been really really great, and the the Czech people are super sweet. Very nice. I think the only bad thing is that we've <laughs> we planned our trip uh, right in the middle of Europe's biggest heat wave. So that yeah. that's been particularly tricky. It's yeah, been challenging. If you hear like a slight. Um, buzz in the air while we're recording we have a fan on um because in prague they don't have air, air conditioning or they, they have air conditioning but it's not that strong doesn't really work because it, they're not used to heat they this is really yeah um, this is really different for them um so that that's the only thing that's been <laughs> challenging a little bit challenging we're again we're we're vampires so we're not used to all this this sun and heat yeah so but aside from that, it's been it's been awesome. It's been I'm sad great. it's coming to a close. Uh, this being our last day, but yeah, um, it's been a really amazing trip. Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot too, babe. Um, okay, so one of the things we did before we went on this trip is we ran out and we saw um, Midsummer, which I think is the perfect feature review for this episode because <laughs> there's themes in there. I think that you know, we'll go hand in hand with, uh, with this whole episode, you know? So, um, I guess we could start just curating our favorites. Um, and then we'll jump right into our feature review of Midsummer. Um, and you know, we'll do the same thing. We'll have our review portion and then we'll have a spoiler zone where we talk more in depth. So before we get started, I want to say, um, we're not going to do, we're going to try to do more current movies and we're not going to get into like Jalo and all, you know, we're going to, cause I, I want to save an episode and just have that, um, on its own thing. So I want to bring up like more current films that maybe people have not seen mm-hmm. that are kind of on the newer side, um, that are either European produced or they take place in Europe and that's kind of the theme. So that's kind of the idea. So do you have your first one? Yeah. So the first one is Nina Forever. I <laughs> love this movie. <laughs> Which is uh, 2015. UK. Yeah. It's a British uh, independent film. Um, and basically it's about uh, after his, this guy's girlfriend dies in an in a accident. Mm-hmm. They have a motorcycle accident. Yeah. He starts to date. Um, you know, he starts a new relationship. Right. It's and, like a year later. Yeah, I mean, it's not like immediately. Like, yeah. he pretty much burned. It pretty much burned his whole world down. Like he. Yeah, because he was really in love. So he had a. He was on track um, to have this really big career, and he just yeah. completely loses everything when yeah. he when she dies because they were you know, his soulmate and yeah. and everything. And um, he start. He works at this store. Yeah. And his coworker, you know, gives him the googly eyes and. Yeah, she's into him. Yeah, so they they start a relationship, and when they, (laughs) 
I laugh because okay, so that's great. When they so when they're in his apartment, they start to you know fool around, mm-hmm. and Nina appears. But it's gross. It's so gross. So she. I, I think it's kind of uh, the like, way she appears is so unique. Yeah. So she like comes out of the mattress, but like first it gets bloody and mm-hmm. and it, she's all kind of uh, slimy. Yeah. And she can't move very well because she's dead. She's a corpse. Yeah, right. It's like the her cor- corpse appears naked in the middle of their bed between them. Yeah. As if the in the condition it was in when she was ori- originally run over. Yeah. So it is... I loved this movie. Yeah, it was. it's really good. Well, I mean, it's like every woman... I always tease Enzo mm-hmm. that if I were to die, I would haunt him yeah. when he was with a girl. So yeah. this is like totally my... Oh man, it's My movie. it's so great because it, it it walks this really cool line between like horror and humor mm-hmm. and it's erotic as well. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it's such an interesting film. It has like a good little twist too to it. Yeah, and then what what Nina tell ta- kind of her dialogue, like what she says to the couple and you know to her her. Uh, her fiance and to to the girl. Yeah, it, it's her dialogue is so great. Yeah, and it's funny. She's really unique. Like visually, she's really unique. And oh man, I really loved this movie. And I hope people can find it. And I I think we saw it on Prime. If yeah, look it for Prime. it, it's so great. It's it's and called it's Nina not, Forever. And it's not like <gasps> horror. It's just it's creepy. Oh, it's, it's just, just really deliciously creepy. creepy. Yeah, it's yeah. really creepy. Yeah. So I definitely would recommend this, especially for all you chicas that like that little revenge story. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, that's a great pretty, first it's, start. It's a good, I, I love it's a that good movie. movie. What's yours? And again, I think I oh, think sorry. people, I think it's the kind of movie that you know, not everyone knows that that it's out. And yeah, it, that's a great. Yeah, how did you first find that choice. one? Um, I think I saw a trailer for it. You know me, I'm always looking, and that's 2015, so it's very very current. Uh, look for it. It's great. It's called Nina Forever. And it is on Amazon uh, Prime. Yeah. And that's UK. UK produced. Yeah. Okay. So my next one is a movie called Sleep Tight. And it's a Spanish film. Um, and it's from 2011. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, this superintendent that lives mm. in an apartment building. And he has this, he's obsessed with this young woman that lives there. And it's so bizarre because you can tell he's, he's, he has romantic feelings for her, but he, it's gone to a really dark place. So now he sort of wants to destroy her. And in the daytime, he treats her really, really nice. He's very sweet to her, you know, but then at night he drugs her and he goes into her her apartment and he does all these things to kind of ruin her like he he puts like uh, he's just a miserable yeah dude like he just it's wants a, to make everyone miserable yeah it's like a really really dark stalker film yeah um i found it really disturbing and really creepy and scary at times um and very psychological uh leaning on the thriller side really elegant as well um, I highly recommend this movie too. Like, the, um, it's called Sleep Tight. Um, I think we saw it on Shutter. 
originally. Yeah, but it is on Amazon. But you can find it everywhere, yeah. And um, the guy is, is really creepy who plays him. Super and creepy. He really messes with her, and then um, her boyfriend shows up. Mm-hmm. And so he so she, he messes with him, too. And yeah, he, he messes with everyone. Yeah. On, it's like this really dark... He's got this really dark, uh, creepy, controlling kind of mind. It's it's. I found it a really disturbing, but really really good. Like it's a really great horror film. Yeah. Okay. Do you have your next one? I do, and it's not that current. It's two thousand seven, mm-hmm. but it's Hostel Two, oh. <laughs> or Part Two, Hostel Part Two. <laughs> and I love it because well, it has, and I'm not like I'm not a big torture horror fan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. No one is well, torture you, stuff. I know no, you I'm like not. you like brutal stuff. But, yeah, that's yeah. different. But the torture horror stuff is not my yeah, thing. The torture porn. Um, but I love this one because it has an awesome twist, and yeah. I don't want to give it away in case you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, but it's about college girls that go on a trip abroad, mm-hmm. and of course they get lured by this um woman. That promises them like a really cool adventure and mm-hmm. partying and all this stuff and yeah. of, you know boys and all that junk. Yeah, and of course it's all to lure them hostel style. Yeah, um, yeah, and then it gets it gets it's it has all the horrible torture scenes in it as well. So there's plenty of that. Yeah, but then it has a really cool twist at the end. It's interesting because I feel like Hostel Two has a lot to say too. Like there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot going on like with. Some of the people that are involved in, you know, in that mm-hmm. whole hostel thing and kind of their back, right, like their back histories yeah. and what's, what led them to that. And then, of course, the, the twist ending and, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really good follow-up. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and it's set in Eastern Europe. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, that was a, that was a cool one. I liked that. I yeah, that's that. really, really good. It, um, again, I think, um. I think it took us a while to see this one. It did, because I'm not... Because, again, we're not... Yeah, yeah, and into the torture stuff. But when we finally saw it, we're like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, yeah. And it, it is pretty That's intense. That's Eli Roth. Yeah, it is pretty so, intense. Yeah. So you can't go wrong. Yeah, he always brings the teeth. Yeah, kind of, kind of horror. <laughs> cool, so what's your next one? So my next choice is a movie that we saw this year. Uh, it's on Prime. It's called Housewife. Yeah, it's trippy. And it's a Turkish film. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started watching it, I, I wasn't quite sure what ethnicity it was because they basically look like Europeans and they were speaking English, but they were speaking it in a way where you could tell it wasn't their first language. Um, so at first I, I wasn't really feeling the film because it felt a little awkward uh, because, again... You could tell these actors it was their second language. It's English is not their first language. Yeah. So the dialogue was a little clumsy, but the story is very, very cool and interesting. And it spirals into an absolute nightmare of a film. Yeah, that's pretty horrific. Like, it is dark. So basically, it's about this woman who's a housewife and she's married to an artist. Um, she's a young woman, um, maybe in her early 30s. Um, and she loses touch with one of her really close friends. Mm. Um, all of a sudden, that close friend kind of comes back. Comes to visit. Yeah, comes to visit. And they're, they're like, whoa, we haven't heard from you in a year. And it turns out she's joined this kind of self-help group. 
but really it's a cult. Yeah, and it's called Umbrella of Love and Mind. Yeah, so it's sort of like Scientology-ish. Um, yeah, very Scientology. Yeah, and there they have there's this main guru character, and he's really intense looking and really unusual looking too. He's he's Asian, mm-hmm. but he, he can't. He has he has kind of a mix of of the look, very unique sort of look. A super intense guy. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that <laughs> yeah. because this movie, once they decide to go with her to one of the seminars, this movie turns, it just like spirals into a nightmare. It's, it's sort of Jacob's laddery. Mm-hmm. You start to lose the narrative. It, it starts to swirl into this, you know, bizarre, really trippy. Yeah, yeah. super trippy, very nightmarish yeah. towards the end. Um, ritualistic and hellraiserish mm-hmm. and even a little bit of uh lovecraft you know like a lovecraftian sort of mm. thing oh highly 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 recommend housewife yeah. uh again it's turkish produce if you can get past the weird use of english uh i'm telling that didn't you bother me so much at first it felt like bad acting it was kind of odd mm. like clumsy i can see that but then if you, if, you can, if you can just get past that part, it turns into a complete nightmare of a film. Yeah. Like, I really like this film. It really got under my skin. It, it is a creepy, creepy film and very unique as well. So, look for that one. Um, yeah, really good. Housewife, that's 2017. Mm-hmm. I think we saw it on Prime. It's um, on Prime. Yeah. So, look for that one. That one's great. Okay, what's your next choice? So my next choice is 2014 Goodnight Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's German. Uh-huh. Um, and it's about these two twin boys uh, that move with their mom into a new home, kind of an isolated area. Uh-huh. Um, after she has uh, some changing cosmetic surgery. Uh-huh. Uh, but we're not sure what's under the bandages yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um or if it's her under the bandages. Yeah, dude. And so it gets really creepy. Okay. There's... Okay. So every so often there'll be a horror movie that comes along that that has a brain and it has nuance and the setup is great. Like, this is a really elegant horror film. Yeah. The, the two boys... They're, they have kind of a creepy kid vibe. Well, you're not sure who's you're not the sure. yeah. villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they imply that it might not be their mom, but so they start plotting against her. But then you're not really sure because it might be her. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, and it's got so many layers to it. Um, it's really elegant too. Yeah, like the I think she's famous. She's a famous person. Yeah, I think so. Like, and she has rich. a beautiful house, like near a forest, really modern and yeah. you know, really really nice. Um, On the has, countryside, in the countryside. I mean. Yeah, and it, it's very. Um, it has that classic German kind of serious mm-hmm. uh, coldness to it. Yeah, this is a great. Horror it's a good. Film. It's a this good. Is horror a great point. horror film. Because you don't. It's one of those cat and mouse type of things. Uh, yeah, it's that great. you're not sure. It's fantastic. Who's who's the real villain or culprit or what's going on? Yep. Um, and it has the creepy kid factor. It's it's fantastic. And the pacing's really good. It's intense. really visual too. Yeah. It's, it's it's really well shot, like a great independent film. It's yeah. I gotta watch that again. That was great. And it's it's saying that it's on Prime Video, so okay. make sure you try to check out again. It's um Good Night Mommy. German. 
German film. So what's your next pick? So my next pick, since you picked a German film, I'm going to uh, see your German film and give you a German film back. Um, it is the film um, <laughs> Hagazusa, mm-hmm. uh, A Heathen's mm-hmm. Curse. Uh, it's 2000. 14, uh, 2017, mm-hmm. and it was recently put on. Um, uh, I think it put, I think it was Prime or Shutter, um, and we just saw it like you know a few weeks ago. Um, it's basically about a woman who lives with her mother, and uh, this is in rural, very very rural um, Germany during like the Black Plague era. And so she lives a pretty difficult life, you know, surviving Austrian, with her mother. Austrian. Elves. Oh, it. Okay, yeah. Um, and it one the the movie's really beautiful. Uh, it sort of reminded me of The Witch, like a German version of The Witch. Hmm. Um, but it is really weird and nightmarish. Um, there's a witch element to it. Um, it, it's kind of. The these two women live by themselves, or mother and daughter, um, and I think people think they're witches. Yeah, and you're kind of dealing with that. You're seeing that in the story, and you're trying to figure out if they are. Um, the The movie. I, one of the reasons I I really liked the movie is it's sort of like a abstract painting. Like it mm. it starts to break down in narrative, and it becomes purely visual and sort of nightmarish. Um, I thought it was really elegant. Um, there isn't a lot of dialogue in the film. There isn't. Like the scariest stuff that happens is is kind of just visual. It's like uncomfortable moments. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it it kind of puts you in a trance. Like yeah. I, I felt like I felt well, like that. From yeah. The film. So so the mom dies mm-hmm. and the woman. The, the daughter becomes a woman and has her own baby. Yeah. But she can still hear her mother's um, voice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's trippy. It kind of, for me, it kind of <laughs> fell apart at the end a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, it just got kind of like, Look, whatever. I don't know. I could totally see how this film wouldn't work for everyone. Yeah. Because, it, yeah, it... it, it <laughs> I, I think that's the part that I like in the film. Like the, when it really starts to get, when you when you start to get disoriented by the film, like, and then there's a great scene with a goat. Do you remember the scene with her and the oh, goat? Weird. It was just really, really bizarre. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Um, I highly recommend. If you like art films that are nightmarish. You know, I, I don't I, care if it's good or not. <laughs> you don't mind when narrative kind of. <laughs> drifts away um i i it recommend was interesting. that i mean yeah. it was interesting i guess yeah exactly yeah i, I think that's why I, I wanted to mention it um it's hagazuza uh a heathen's curse uh 2017 and that's a german film and i think we did see it on shutter yeah i think it was either shutter or prime yeah but I'm, i think it was shutter so i think we should only do six uh for this one that sounds good because we, have a lot to, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we had a lot to talk to, talk about. We have a lot to cover. And I really, really want to get into um, <laughs> Midsummer. So I guess we can uh, move on to that. And now, our feature review. Okay, Dana, it's time for our feature review. 
and it's of the film Midsummer. Yes. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was so looking forward to talking about this movie and then, you know, the European trip came up and <laughs> I'm like, "Uh, oh, we're going to uh, uh how, how when how are we going to, you know, squeeze this in?" Yeah. And it, actually it's kind of perfect for for this episode, so um, do you want to read the synopsis? Sure. Just so people know what it is. Sure. So, Midsummer's tw- obviously 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the land- at the hands, excuse me, of a pagan cult. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so th- l- let me just give you guys a little bit of history here. So, um, I my parent company that I work for, I, I, uh, I work for Electronic Arts, but my parent company is Dice, <laughs> and it's a Swedish company. So, half of my coworkers are Swedish. Yeah. So, I really wanted to see how they do this film, you know, because to be quite honest with you, Every Swedish person I've ever met and I've worked with, I've grown to love. Like, they're some of the nicest people, humble, smart. They're just great people. And I, w- I wanted to see how they were going to make them the thing of horror. And I think, they, I think the film pulls it off. And I can't wait, you know, to talk to some of my coworkers and kind of get their take see on what, they, what they think of it. Um, you know, because I know, yeah, <laughs> there's aspects, of course, of their traditions that are in there. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of perversion of that, you know. Um, but what did you think of the film? I mean, it had it for me. I didn't love it. I didn't love it like you loved it. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was good, and it had some really good um, make it stop moments. Yeah. And it was creepy. Yeah. Um, the pacing for me was off a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know. It just didn't it's interesting do it for me all the way through. It's interesting because, um, um, what's his name? Ari, Ari Aster? Mm-hmm. So he did Hereditary, and that's another movie that <laughs> Zaina and I are very split on. Um, I, I agree with her about that movie having pacing issues. I feel like there's a bit of self-editing that needs to happen. Yeah. Felt um, really long. This movie has the same sort of problem. I, th- I think it could have trimmed a bit of the fat, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed how deliciously creepy this movie is. I w- like, that's a strong. Yeah, it, it, it I'm sorry. It's creepy. It's my ta- it's my opinion. Um, again, I've been watching horror movies since I was a little boy, so there's so much stuff that's so common, like. The stuff you always see. And this movie breaks so much of that convention. It's mostly in the daytime. It's super sunny. It's beautiful out there in the countryside where they go in Sweden. The The ritual seems really festive. and But then they take these really dark turns. So just for the uniqueness of the film and the, the tone that it sets. Um, and then it really plays with xenophobia. Which you know, right now we're we're in a different country, so you know there's there's little bits of that in everything you do. Um, the the first night we were here uh, in in Prague, uh, we went to have dinner, and you ordered pork, mm-hmm. 
and they ask you, oh, how do you want that cooked? Because they serve it medium rare here. Yeah. Which we're not used to. So we sort of looked at each other and I, I sort of wanted to try it. And you you seem to as well. So you ordered it medium rare. Medium, but the entire yeah. yeah, the medium. Um, the entire time we were thinking, oh God, I hope we're not going to get sick <laughs> for the rest of the trip because that's that was our first night. Yeah. So, but we had to kind of trust, you know. There's a lot of that in this movie. That's true. Where these young people go to this that is very you know, true. this place and their friend is sharing his culture and so they have to kind of grin and bear it. Um, but yeah, this. <laughs> I love the setup. The setup is fantastic. No, it definitely had its good moments, mm -hmm. and it did have a good setup. Because for me, um, the the horror movies I enjoy the most are things that I feel like could really happen. Oh yeah, and this could totally happen. Totally because, happen. You know, you're you are you're trusting you're trusting someone that's mm -hmm. of the culture, and you know you're you're gonna go with it, like because you're not yeah. sure of the traditions. You don't want to be disrespectful. You don't want to be disrespectful. Um, yeah. You want to learn, like it's interesting, so you want to learn. Yeah. And you know, and then all hell breaks breaks loose. It just it was it was just really long, and it, for me, there was a lot that could have been cut out, um, like you said, edited, you no know, self editing. Yeah. And um, I don't know, it just kind of fell. For me, it just kind of slowly started to fall apart. Mm. And get less creepy. It's interesting because for me, I've kind of felt the opposite. I, I felt like the setup time to get, you know, uh, the young people uh, from the U.S. to Sweden and the setup for all that um, was a little long-winded. I think the story was really interesting. Um, what, you know, the young girl, who, who's the actress that plays the young girl? So the actress's name is Florence Pugh. She plays Danny. Okay. And it's interesting because I recognized her. She normally has black hair. And we saw a movie on Netflix that she was in called uh, Manevolent. And she plays kind of like this young psychic in, in the movie. You have a good memory. Yeah. Um, and I just recognized her face. I was like, eh, the blonde thing is different, but I recognized her face. Um, I thought she was really great. She carried the movie really well. Um, I think the story between her and her boyfriend is a, is a very um, relatable story, you know? Yeah. Um, so I felt like there was a, a really good emotional center to, you know, the people you're following into this nightmare. Um, yeah, to, for me, the again, the setup was a little long, but once that first ritual happens... I enjoyed every single second of the film. I, I thought it was really creepy in a very unique way. Um, it could have been the tr the fat could have been trimmed here and there, but not necessarily. I w I wouldn't remove scenes. I would shorten them. Like certain scenes needed to be a little shorter. But I'm telling you, I know you're not a fan, but this guy, he has some really solid ideas that he's bringing to horror. He and needs help. He needs a bit of help with the with the self editing, but I I'm I'm really looking forward to his next films. You might have to drag me kicking and screaming. <laughs> okay, so I guess we can wrap up the review portion. Um, so for me, it's a a big big recommend. Um, I really loved it. It's an instant buy for me. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna want to see that again because I, I I really enjoyed the film. What about you? Would you recommend going? Like, yeah, I would recommend uh, seeing it when it comes out on Prime or something. I mm -hmm. wouldn't rush out to the theater to see it. Okay. Um, 
I didn't hate it. Okay. Like, I didn't like Hereditary at all. I didn't. This one was better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think it held up for me. So. Okay. So, what would you say? Uh, just wait for. Like I said, wait for video. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, So, yeah, I think we need to talk a little more in depth about the film. And let's go into the spoiler zone. Hit it. Beware. Spoilers ahead. Okay. (laughs) So, all right. Um. I just want to talk a little bit about the different aspects of the film that I that I really liked. And again, you're in the spoiler zone, so you've seen the film. And I just want to curl my toes a little bit about this film. Um, so, for me, the big thing that really, really struck a chord was um, horror in the daytime. Like the fact that most of the film is during the day. There's flowers everywhere. Um, the rituals are are not sh- shrouded in shadow. It's it's such a bold thing to try. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, the first ritual scenes with the elderly couple when they commit suicide. Yeah. That was pretty gross. That was great. And, and he does this thing where he augments the breath of the main character. And it's almost anxiety-inducing. And I don't, I can't think of a film that's done it particularly that way. And I remember when that scene was starting to happen, you needed to go to the bathroom. And I said, go quickly because something's going to happen. Because the sense of dread in that scene, the beginnings of that scene, was palpable. Mm-hmm. And for this guy, I mean, this is only his second film. And he's. He's bringing that sense of dread with so much confidence. Like he, he, he's got something. He's definitely, definitely got something. Um, and I really, really enjoyed how he crafted those scenes. Um, the every Swedish person in the film, like they're just mildly creepy. Like there's a there's an elegance there. Um, and I felt like the entire film had kind of a, a Kubrick vibe to it as well. Hmm. Uh, people spoke slowly, scenes kind of simmered. Um, again, it could have been edited a little bit, bit more, but it sort of puts you in a trance. And I really liked that about the film. Um, we're at two different movies. Yeah. What what was your favorite part of the film? I like the suicide. I thought that was cool. Um I like what they what they did to the cu- the couple. Mm-hmm. The couple that the dude disappears and then she disappears and how they Yeah, that would have been us. <laughs> that would have totally been us. Cuz okay, so the no scene No way, cuz there's no way I would ever believe you would leave leave me behind like that. No, no, no. What I'm saying, we would be the ones that were like, we're out of here. Oh, yeah. The other people were, were rationalizing for for their thesis. They yeah. were rationalizing, yeah. sitting through. But the reality is, they were all brought there to be sacrificed. Right. And that's great, too. The, the, the sense of dread. I remember thinking throughout the film, like once the, the, um, the couple, when the guy leaves early, I'm like, oh, wow. 
they're not going to let anyone get out of here. Mm-mm. And the only reason, the only way the main character will survive is if, if she submits to the cult. So, right. yeah, like this, the sense of dread was so there. And then the scene, the mating scene was, that was weird. really weird. Yeah, great. Like, really great weird. weird. Like, it, it was funny, too. And, you know, the, the audience was laughing. And I, I think it was meant to be sort of perversely funny. I guess. Um, yeah. That, I mean, what a, there is no other scene I can compare that to. Like, that, that is a really, really unique moment in the film. And yeah, I think it, I think it was it was really interesting. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Now, I do agree with you, and we we went with a couple of other friends of ours, and they said, "Oh well, it's not going to keep me awake." Where for me, Hereditary kept me awake. I don't understand that at all. Um, but what I loved about um, Midsummer is that it was just deliciously creepy, like. It just you simmered. You that around too loosely. Oh, my God. It simmered in creepiness. I, I, to me, it's horror caviar. TM. TM, the date night horror show. Like, it's one of those movies. And I think um, um, Housewife is like this, too. It spirals into this nightmarish, creepy. And I, I just, when it's done well, when that is done well, it's awesome. How did you feel about the whole thing? Like, the setup, you know... The, the the fact that the 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 girl has her parents commit suicide with her sister and all that like what are your thoughts on all that? Well, like I said, um, I didn't think the setup for all of that was too long. I thought I I thought that was good because it showed that she really didn't have anything to lose because she her she lost her whole family. Yeah, and her relationship with this dude was kind of on the rocks anyway. Yeah. Um, he was already disinterested. Yeah, he was already ready to. It, he it was a pity invite for him to yeah. ask her to come with him. Yep. I agree that it's it was interesting that it was during the day. Yeah. Um, I could relate with it because, you know, like I said, when you travel and you go to different countries, like you want to be respectful and you want to you know participate and you want to learn as much as you can. So I could totally see. Mm-hmm. Um tourists falling into that or yeah, you end up students in a that position. are interested in writing their thesis about that like of course yeah um i thought there were some really great creepy moments like when the couple committed suicide Ugh. um i like the way they found the bodies of that couple that mm-hmm. left that was really creepy yeah and kind of paganistic and then also the corpses just the different mm-hmm. bodies and how they it's kind of like the bone church like how they arranged them and stuff like yeah. that yeah um i thought that was all really good it just, it. I mean, there were good moments. It just, mm. as a whole, yeah, it didn't scare me enough. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it. I, I sort of. I know what you're saying. Like, if I felt like it really simmered in creepy, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't quite scare. It just like, never got there for me. Yeah, it didn't quite scare. Which is what and, I look for in a horror movie. Yeah, I. I, I mean, for me. It, I, I sort of liked I liked that about the film. Like, it didn't do any jump scare type stuff. It didn't have any chase sequences. It didn't have any, you know what I mean? Like it, it just simmered in its creepiness. Um, but I, I think I all the ideas were there either. Mm. And that's all for me. That's very disappointing because that's the things I look for 
in a horror movie when I go see it. That's why I like horror movies because I like to feel creeped out. I like yeah. to feel scared. What do you think? Why do you think you weren't creeped out? Like the like for example, the final scene where they burn everyone that didn't creep you out at all. I mean, I that think I was kind of over lot. it by then. Maybe that creeped me. I mean, I'm willing lot. to watch it again, like I did Hereditary, and see if I have a different opinion mm. when what it comes would, out. What would you say? But, what would you say is you was your creepiest moment with the film? Probably when the man didn't die when he jumped and they started bashing his head. Oh in. god, that was terrible. His face in. That was terrible. I yeah. was like, all right, all right, here we go. This is gonna be amazing. And then yeah, that was but for me that was probably the scariest moment. That was at the top of the film. Yeah, that that was pretty disturbing. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't. <laughs> we don't have to entirely agree. No, and, and you again, should go I, watch it. I again, you I definitely think, go watch it. Yeah. If, well, you're in the spoilers on some of them. You have. Yeah. Right. Right. But exactly. You should definitely let us know what you thought, what you liked, what you thought your creepiest moments were, for you, and you know. You know, it's who inter- you agree with. What I think is really interesting is that you know you, you're starting to get films like this in the theater and god there's so many horror movies coming there out. are which is pretty amazing and these are the, this is these are challenging horror films like mm-hmm. you know and that that i think is very um that is so refreshing to see like you know like us you re- you read the reviews for us you know like user reviews yeah super polarizing some people love it like we did yeah and some people don't like it at all so it's you know it's it is what it is, you know. I think um, people didn't know what they were going to go see or something. That's how I feel with us. Mm, yeah, maybe. They if were they expecting expected something, something else, so yeah. you automatically just don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they were expecting like something like The Purge, and they didn't expect something that was so artistic. Mm, and, you know, it, it had the layers to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just happy that interesting different horror films that are where where these young directors are coming in and they they're taking horror very seriously like they're 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 putting a lot of effort into the work yeah you know um i was watching this thing um the ari aster was talking about this film and he was saying that he wanted to make um midsummer it's about a breakup it's a breakup movie so it has the skeletons of like a romantic comedy breakup movie, right? So it's like she's with the wrong guy, yeah, and the the right guy is right under her nose. But then he slaps a horror movie in between that. So the skeletons of a, of a rom com is in this movie, which to me is it's absolutely brilliant. Like it's it's so it's so outside the box, mm. you know, outside the standard. Yeah. So I, you know, maybe I'm giving it. Too many extra points for that, uh, but again, you know, I, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. No, it's good. I really enjoyed it. Maybe you're right. Maybe it needed a, a couple more visceral moments to really rattle you a little more, mm-hmm. because it does kind of it kind of drones into an end in a, yeah. in, a in a weird sort of way. So yeah, I, I I I can see your point as well. Cool. Cool. So yeah, so we have what? No, tomorrow we get on our plane and we head back to the U.S. Hopefully, I can edit this episode in time so we can get it out because I know we're a little behind because of this trip. But yeah, so it's been great. Yeah, thank super you. Super fun. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Scare you later.